Tanakuchi. Tanakuchi. The Tama Hills are disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite ho for show, Sam, the bomb of the bombs and the Mushroom Kingdom. And with me, I got Nick of of the Jungle. Nick of the... Oh, am I, am like I Brandon Fraser now? Am I fucking, fucking Brandon Fraser, dude? Fucking ruined it. I'll take that, this. actually. I'll okay, take young Brandon, young Brandon Fraser before right, the young divorce and his life before he, before he lost all his money, yeah. Yeah, before uh, he got totally R.I.P. the dream. Anyway. And Quokka. Yeah. Of, <laughs> that was sad. Jesus. And Quokka of South Korea in the Gangnam District. Third time's a charm. And <laughs> Mac. What is that even? Mac of the Hamburger Shack with the attack attack. Mm, maybe four or five times. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Maybe four or five times. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Listen. It's a new week. We've all had a chance to calm down, chom down, chom down. Hmm. All right, and before Nick gets into the news, I got a piece of news. Me and Cole got a piece of news. The Nexus Challenge for Blizzard's Heroes of the Storm. New Nexus Challenge, and actually when you hear this, it'll be week two, so they're going to be offering a diva skin. Police Officer Diva. Police Officer Diva for Overwatch. So you play... She got light bars on her mech, son. So you play five games with the homie... It could be versus AI or versus someone else. It don't matter. You don't have to win. You just have to play five games. And then they give you – you you link your um, games together, and they give you the skin in, in Overwatch, which uh, I did the last time, and they, they gave you a cool Oni Genji skin, which they're offering right now. So by the time you listen to this, it'll be that week will be over. But me and Koga are going to play a little bit, you know. So you should hop on that. Do you want to give should... them your – Steam ID. Oh, my Battle.net. Yeah, ID, here's Battle.net. Heroes of the Storm is free, by the way. It's not like yeah. So it's uh, it's like it's like Blizzard's MOBA that has characters from their other properties like StarCraft and WarCraft and Overwatch and Diablo. And what's cool about this new Nexus challenge is that they put new characters in it. So now, um, now Genji and Diva are playable characters in Heroes Diva of the Storm. Diva I think so. Yes, because the new cinematic. No, the new cinematic. The there was a new cinematic that came out it was super badass. Yeah, but I don't think they added Diva. Really? I thought they might have intent it. to do it later. Oh, like maybe. Did, okay, like, you're Genji probably right. Earlier, but. but in addition to Tracer and Zarya in Heroes of the Storm, now there's Genji. So my battle net is uh, Phantasma X I I I, and then the number is one one nine five, F A N T A S M A X I I I one one nine five. So, hit a brother up, friend me, or I'll put it on Discord too. I'll put it in the sh- I'll put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. Battle.net IDs, bam. Yeah, I don't know what mine is. I need to figure it out. We'll put it in the show notes. But anyway, Nick's got news, and I want to hear this. I want to hear. The oh news. yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me. Let me scroll over here, baby. Tell me to my face. All right, so I'm get your face real close to my balls. Because I'm going <laughs> to slap you. And sniff deeply. What's the smell I'm gonna like, I'm going to slap you with a court order. I don't know. court <laughs> order? I don't fucking know where I'm going with this. Here's Basically, a from my dick. Does it smell like tuna? So this... <laughs> smells like tuna. You guys are nasty. <laughs> Speaking of tuna, I don't know. I don't think they have tuna in Deutsch, Dutchland. Deutschland is not Dutch. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, so it's this Dutch court ruled that fan subs are illegal for them, That's which so is dumb. fucking stupid. That's really dumb. Um, to be clear, it's not even like the work being distributed with a fan dub. It's literally just having the fan dub or fan sub file. Oh, so it's like, okay. That's so it's not even like they're just saying like, hey, you can't distribute the whole show with new subs. It's even just the... Yeah, but it's almost like it's almost kind of like downloading music. Like, who's gonna know? You know, like. Oh, you mean you mean so you can't even have it? Like, so I understand. Wait, say, that, say that again, Quoka. No. What you gotta so elaborate it, that? I like. I was reading it to figure out. It's actually like so you can have a sub file that's separate from a video that then you link. So at first I'm oh. reading it, it's like, well, it kind of makes sense. You can't just distribute the whole show and slap new subs on it and think that that's, you know, somehow gets around the fact that you're distributing <laughs> the show. But this yeah. is even, like, but just to distribute so the fan sub file that you would then attach to the video that you have from some other possibly legal source. You can't uh, even do that. That sounds like a really weird... I still don't understand what you mean by that. So it's like you... So you have the subs in a file and you have the I video am. in a file. Nick, do you understand how this works? <sighs> yeah, you, okay, you have the subs in a file and the video in a file. Yeah. <clears throat> so so this doesn't... One, or you can't have the fan sub file or you no, can't no, you have can ha- a fan you... sub file okay you can't have a fan what sub file. you can't have how are you confused i've file. said this like six times the same way but you can have the video file. you can't no, have well, a five dollar the... foot long when they're not five dollars the video so is true. already illegal from other things entirely yeah oh okay yeah. Well, so yeah it doesn't even matter i mean anime would be that's not new stuff, that's anyway. not new yeah right, right fan right, subs right. are the reason that anime fandom exists like it'd be done we'd have nothing if they didn't have fan subs back in the day of course, now we don't need them as much because we got official means, but right. a lot of the official subs suck ass. So by the way, nobody we still here need anim- fan subs. Nobody but also here most people that even say that use horrible Some subs, do, which is no, just no, we don't, ripped we're not official subs. That. Well, here's here's the thing: I do, but I'm not going to tell people how to do it. Like they got to figure that shit out. I'm I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm not going to tell you to do it, but so I think it's a Nick, necessary part. Nick, who's your favorite fan sub? Dude, I don't even have one. Because, like, here's the thing. I wasn't... When fan subs were, like, super big back in the early 2000s and stuff, like, that's kind of when I was, like... I only watched a couple of things. And I didn't get back into it until after, like, 2013 or 2014. So, I didn't really get into the fan subbing a lot. But I, I like the... I, I, don't, I don't have, like, names. I know there's, like, Kami and a bunch of other ones. But my I favorite like thing girls. is when they take... Which one? Cool Girls. Cool Girls? Cole girls. Cole girls. Yeah. Are they the ones who do like the letters that just fucking like jump around the screen and like No, that's Kami. Kami does all the stupid shit. Oh, I, that's I, why love I don't that. like it. I love that. I like, like they do so, good translations, oh, but they do too much stupid shit with the typefacing that I hate. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you who my favorite fan sub people were before they decided to just randomly drop Ninku, the whatever they're called. I think they did a lot of Naruto stuff. Date Bayo or whatever. Because that's what he says. Date Bayo. I believe it. That's sounds mating ritual. They did, yeah. Believe it. Like, I just. <laughs> like, I Trisha get just what Kami does and stuff where they put, like, typefacing into. Or typesetting like around, and they sometimes have it react to the things going on. I don't like that. I like my te- my subs to be always in the exact same place. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I like I like them to I like them to like the most that I will boots, accept dude. is when they change the outline color to represent different characters. That's the most I'll accept in creative typesetting. 
I don't have a... Or when they have uh, the translator's notes that are, like, covering the whole page. I'm fine with that. Oh, man. But anyway, uh, what's the next piece of news you got there, Nick? Uh, The next piece ass, dude. Kimono Friends. I'm going to call it... Instead of piece of news from now on, I'm going to call it piece of ass because it's funny to me. But Kimono Friends (laughs) sells 120,000 units already, and they're literally saving Japanese zoos Um, right now. This was Nick's show last season. This wasn't my show, Sam. This is the world show, all right? Oh, my God. And you need to put a little fucking respect no. on this show that was made by 10 people chained in a basement with cardboard box as their roof. That's how they made the show. How are they and in they a basement? How are they ways. in a basement if they have a cardboard box as a roof? Well, Think it's, about it's a the pit. logistics. It's more, it's more of a pit. You said basement. <laughs> yeah, it's a basement. Yeah, so I mean, underground with a cardboard you know, a tornado... Roof. Dude, a, a fucking Titan walked over Japan, and you know they don't got the house anymore, but they got still got the basement. So, so anyway, kimono yeah. friends. <clears throat> dude, kimono friends. I have no strong right feelings now. one way or the other. Hey, it doesn't matter, dude. Saving zoos, and they sell. I think they're they're like up there with some of the highest selling anime of recent memory. So, woo. All right, what else? Check you got? it out if you haven't yet. That's basically it. Uh, like Crunchyroll has a bunch more stuff now. They got like. Okay. Like uh, Helsing, they just got. I think they got like Devil's a Part Timer, a bunch of stuff. Crunchyroll's doing. I didn't more even. Stuff. I didn't even say what we were talking about this this episode. We're talking about we're doing another Studio Ghibli episode. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Oh right. We yeah. were supposed Shit, to watch my movies. Bad. Oh fuck. Damn Ghibli it, number good. what three? Number three. Our so third Ghibli movies, episode. Movies six through Son. nine. Yes. Or no, seven through nine. Sorry, seven through nine. <laughs> I had to count on my fingers. I'm like, which Shit. ones? Well, not counting Nausicaa and Lupin, we haven't because they're like technically pre. They were pre giblets. It's like the same staff, but pre giblets. Like some of the same. They were before the giblets. So today we'll be talking about Pompoko, Whisper of the Heart, and Princess Mononoke. I'm gonna have to stop you right there. It's actually Whisper of the Fart. Whisper of the Fart. Nice. No, You're playing. Uh, Take that a drink, new, everyone. That new VR game, Sword Fart Online. It's great. <laughs> Good one, Sam. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. let's do waifu before we before Dude, I start. Dude, waifu of the week, the Arlen Robotics Service Droid 1.0. There we go. What? Um, what? no. <laughs> waifu <laughs> waifu of the week is the hair uh, is so lifelike. Waifu of the week is probably Shizuku son. from Whisper of the Fart. No, son. No, son. No, dude, me. it's fucking Mononoke. What are you talking about? Yeah, man, son yeah, from son. man, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just something about something about a girl aspiring to be a writer. All right. No. No. All right. So what are we doing? You guys Princess fucking Mononoke. Okay, all right. Son from Princess Mononoke. Do San. Do San. That's okay. Tweet us pictures. You, you know what I hate about summit. Princess Mononoke? There's another show called Mononoke. <laughs> this is Fuck Mononoke this. Hime. So, yeah, best girl of it the week hot. is San. Tweet us pictures of her at Anime Summit. Son. Exactly, do, sand. Do do what you do. Do what you do. Do what you do. She do drinks do. blood and she spits it at you. Well, she was sucking That's the poison. Hot. And her name is Sand. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> she yeah, hates. She hates sand. It's coarse and grainy. Yeah, Madaka Majaka, we get it. Okay, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> what does what Anakin say? He's life. like Madorno Bungiorno. I my can't believe show. it's not butter. I can't so, believe it's not medulla oblongata. Omelette du fromage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're killing it, All right. All right. <laughs> sorry. All right. Madaka Majaka. Sorry. Let's get into it, yeah? Uh, so we did 
chronologically. We're doing this in release order. I think we've said that a million times before already, but yeah. So starting in 1993? Starting in 1994. Fall. Fall. Still. All right. After 1992's Porco Rosso, we have 1994's Pompoco, which I will take the pleasure of talking about because it's probably me and Trisha's favorite giblets movie. Them Tanuki sacks. No, crazy, no, dude. dude. It's got them, ja- it's got them Japanese trash pandas. Let's Sam talk about the ball sacks, Japanese guys. trash pandas. Dude, sh- the ball sacks is like one of the best parts of that movie. Shut up. <laughs> what are the ball sacks, pouches? They're, they're, they're Tanuki pouches, bro. Listen. 1994, Pompoko. The Japanese name is uh, Heisei Tanuki Gusen Pompoko. Directed by like, Yush- Yushifumi Kondo, screenwritten by Miyazaki. No, it's by Takahata, isn't it? Oh, I'm reading the wrong thing. I'm reading Whisper Dude, of the Dude, Isao Takahata, the other directed and dude. Director and written by Isao Takahata, produced by Toshio Suzuki, music by Shang Shang Typhoon. Is that I real or are you making that up? No, that's his name. <laughs> Shang Shang Typhoon is a Japanese band of the 1980s and 90s. Get oh, wrecked. Gotcha. Yeah, they do like a blend of they do like a Okinawan folk fusion, some shit. Yeah, it's badass. Anyway, listen, Pompoko, dude, this is one of those mo- those Ghibli movies where there's a clear message, a pretty blatantly clear message. Yeah, <laughs> it's real. Yeah, clear. it's it's pretty there. Yeah, it's pretty much there. It's which is kind of the theme for tonight's Ghibli episode, I guess, because you could say Mononoke is the same, but um, and Whisper of the Heart and Whisper of the Fart. Uh, well, Princess Mononoke has got a little more. A little more, a lot, but a lot this, more. this is a lot yeah. Princess Mononoke <laughs> so has got better than the other one. Princess Mononoke has <laughs> got more plot-driven uh, things in it than Pompoko does. No, son. Pompoko has more plot. On top because of it's message. balls. Pompoko's okay. got lots of plot. Lots okay, of plot, dude. No, okay, anyways, so lots I, of so balls. Anyways, ball plot. There's a very blatant <laughs> message about the environment here and whatever, and nut sacks. And the progression of and the oh my god and the Wait. progression of. Mac, I think Studio Nut started from Pompoko. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, can, sorry. Go Fuka, ahead. Fuka I mean, these okay. these Tanakuchi are like, hey yo, let me just bust a nut. <laughs> Tanukis, not Tanakuchis. <laughs> Tanakuchi. Tanakuchi. The Tama Hills are disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! God, you fucking. I'm gonna Tana your coochie. Right. Know what I'm saying? Oh my fucking god. Ugh. I'm going to tell me your heels, son. So the, the story begins in the late 1960s where a group of raccoons are threatened by gigantic tanuki, suburban The raccoon dogs. Yeah, Tanuki. They're fucking... In the English, they just call them raccoons yeah, because a raccoon dog They're Japanese trash pandas, okay? Yeah. They're Japanese they're trash pandas. Are they just Japanese literally raccoons? No, no, they're, they're different. Tanuki. No, which are raccoon Actually, dogs. they do have really big balls. I, I don't know if raccoons' balls are that big. <laughs> well, also, just look at their shape. They don't look, look it up. at all like raccoons. Yeah, they're like badger raccoons. I guess, yeah, they kind of look, yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, so they're they're starting this new suburban development project called New Tama on the Tama Hills on the outskirts of Tokyo. And the Tama Hills is this big, big, forest, big forest hill thing that all the raccoons live on. And... You know, when they are cutting the forest down and stuff, you know, they're trying to, like, survive, you know, with all the... When you take away the forest, you're taking away their food, you know, their crops, well, the, the people unquote. are doing urban development and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway... They transform in that world. 
Then it fast forwards to the 1990s where it's the shit's starting. And uh, they, they're they kind of divided on what to do. You know, there's a, there's a resistance where they want to try and fight the, the humans. The Tanukis. The Tanukis. And then there's the other half of the Tanukis where they're like, well, let's just try doing this. You know, let's do that. They try resorting to to doing different things. So these Tanuki, though, they transform. They're like the old like the old folklore, you know. They they're transform. Like foxes. Yeah, like foxes transform and shit too. But um if you didn't they, know. They they transform and they can do things with their they can transform parts of their bodies. And the reason why the other three assholes are giving me shit about the ball sack thing is because there's they use their their balls. They're, they call them raccoon pouches. As a tool of transformation, like there's a part where they're all sitting on a big red rug while the old man, Oroku, is like teaching them shit. And he's like, hi, you guys didn't know you're all sitting on my balls. <laughs> he's like, you guys got to utilize every part of your body. Like, you gotta See, the one stuff. thing I wondered right there is, doesn't that hurt? Or is he so old no, that his dude. testicles have turned into dust? Dude, old people have no nerves. They can't feel. Dude, don't hurt because it's raccoon pouches. That's all you need to know. But it's a nutsack. Don't matter. It's got his nerds in there. Balls! Well, mostly, if you didn't know anything about ball sacks, it's concussive force that tends to cause pain as opposed to simple pressure. I don't know, man. Pressure hurts, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's the concussive force is, like, the big I would thing. say that people sitting on your nuts would hurt. But also, it's not on the nuts. It's on the sack. It's on the sack. Yeah, the sack doesn't hurt. How do you know one of his nerds didn't make it somewhere in there? One of his nerds just kind of extended out. In proportion I think to the maybe ball he sacks. gathered them up in his hands beforehand, you know? Yeah, okay, anyway, shut, you guys are... Okay, shut up. We're not talking about balls no more. Move on he from the balls. held them up close to his bosom. Oh, my fucking God. And stretched the skin. Balls! All the way across the room. <sighs> anyway. That's what happened. So, the whole movie... It's a pretty long movie, actually. It's almost, It's like about two hours. It is literally and one minute shy of two hours. <laughs> yeah, and... um. Uh, anyway, that's all I'm gonna say about it. There's really nothing else to say. It's just these raccoons yeah. trying to fight back Pretty and simple. and live and try and survive as uh, the new Tom Hill's development, you know, comes the, through. Yeah. There's a point the, where they try and turn into humans to get real jobs and to get money. I don't know. Oh, why, only some know? of them can transform. Well, part of it was though. for training. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's it right. Wasn't there's really like that. I mean, towards the end and how they resolve things, but There's the basic message they... of the movie is just like, hey, as you're doing development, you need to be considerate of the animals that exist on the land that you're taking over. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of an environmentally thing, whatever. And then... It's not necessarily that you shouldn't develop at all, but that you need to be environmentally conscious as you do so. Right. So anyway, um, I, why I love this film and why I wanted to talk about it was because I just think, I don't know, dude, the, the way they draw, because one of the forms that raccoons take is, is, is like a real-looking, they draw it like a real-looking raccoon, and then there's a form Tanuki. where they... Tanakuchi. Yeah, and, <coughs> and then there's a form where they stand on both legs, and they're a little more, like, chibi-looking and animated, and it's just super adorable. And then they like, have a super stupid-looking one that looks like a Shin-chan. Yeah, like if one gets hit on the head or something, they get all goofy and like it's all one colored and these big weird eyes and it looks funny. Um, That's cool because like in one of the opening scenes, you see these Tanuki, like super real looking Tanukis gathered up in the hills. They start running towards each other and they like stand up and get all like cartoony looking Hanna-Barbera style. And then they like, you know, puff out armor and swords and stuff. 
Yeah, they transform some of their fur into armor and they fight each other because a little civil war happens at the beginning between uh, Ganta, which is one of the the bigger Tanukis, and and another guy because they're like they can't agree on what to do. And so the old lady like, just shows up and sings a song and tells everybody that they're stupid. Pretty much. Right, yeah, yeah. He, uh, they're just like, I yeah. don't need your civil war. Like, while you're fighting, they're still going to take everybody, and then you're going to be king of nothing. Right. And uh, I actually enjoy the dub. I think the dub is pretty... The dub is fun. I okay. watched the dub. I liked um, it. Yeah, I, I like the dub. Um and it basically, the, there are there is main characters, and you you learn their names pretty easily. The main character Shokaji is actually played by JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, my dude. Hey, oh, he went guy. to he's from my town, and uh, he is. And uh, J.K. Simmons actually plays Sazamon, which is awesome. Oh shit, I like J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons, that's my guy right there. And is then he, uh, he's and the I one think... from Whiplash, right, and Legend of Korra and stuff. I think somebody is he played plays by Juno's the Arbiter dad from Halo. Juno. Yeah, no, yeah, it's Whiplash, Legend of Korra. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and the Arbiter plays... from Halo is in there. And too. J. Jonah Jameson in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Anyway, listen, there's there's really not much for me to say. It's just a really adorable movie. And then shut up. It's hilarious. <laughs> you shut up. Why don't you go talk about balls some more? Yo, so I like balls. So, Yo, like, so I like the same size and not like two balls of different sizes. That's a little weird. It's okay if one hangs a little bit lower than the other one, but then they're different sizes. Nah, dude, I got elephantitis of the balls of the nuts. I mean, if they're equal, that's fine. Wait, I got I got one thing to say that's not different. nut related. So <laughs> okay, please, so, say it, please say Pom Poco, please say. It. I was watching it. Oh, I watched oh, oh. I watched the dub of it, right? And the, yeah, the dub. I was uh. I had this really conflicted feeling when it started because the narrator's voice came on and it was like, I know this voice. This voice rings deep. I know this. And then I had yeah. to go look up who it was and it's uh, Maurice LaMarche. That man's name, Albert Einstein. The guy, the reason I noticed the voice immediately off the bat is because he's the guy who does the brain from Pinky and the Brain. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinky and and I was like, oh, my One God, is genius. this is great. Yeah, insane. Because, no, the voice just, it, it, it fits so well as a narrator's standpoint. It does. It really does, and it's 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 fantastic. Actually, what actually, are we going to do today, Brian? Actually speaking, <laughs> Worf! Actually Same speaking, as we do every the, day, the, Pinky. Try to take over the world. What's interesting about it is... One's the genius and one's the insane, but that's it what could I be said Pinky earlier. that's Jesus genius Christ. while the brain is insane because he keeps trying to do the same thing every night even though it doesn't and work. And you know what the definition, the definition of insanity, of insanity is. is? Exactly, exactly. Okay, Being so I'm saying a couple more things before I move on. <laughs> so so thing is, Pinky thing is, might be the genius and he's oh just pretending right, to be on. a normal mouse. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm trying to say one of the Animaniacs is great. Just cut all this off. All right. Animaniacs is great, yes. So... The thing too I want to say too is uh, Hayashi, the one of the sage guys that they get from like a different island or whatever. He's like this nerdy guy with glasses, like looking on his fur on his face. So it looks like he's wearing glasses, but he's not. But it's played by Brian Posehn, and Brian Posehn no, he, looks he like he transforms glasses onto himself. Oh, does he? I thought they were just like on his fur and his face. I don't remember. Anyway, it the guy Brian Posehn looks like him, so it's just kind of funny. And I know that's not like. He's got a big bushy mustache. I don't know. I know that's not how they drew him or whatever to make him for Brian Bassan, but it was just really hilarious. Anyway, it's a good movie. I give it. I think we'll give our ratings at the end, right? Yeah, we'll give them at the end. But anyway, I love it. I love this movie. Right. 
Super adorable. My niece loves it. on, boys. Kids, kids love it. It's great. Moving on. Kids love the balls. I think the resolution's kind of weak, as I've said before. Oh yeah, we should talk about Ghibli movies. I think this was my least favorite Ghibli movie so far. If I had to say, you're stupid. I just feel like it was the message was so uh, like soft. Folk, yeah, it was so soft and like it was just like eh. You know, I I guess it was a fine movie. It wasn't bad. I just. Compared to the other Ghibli movies, though, it's like, oh, you know, like th- some of them are really like masterpieces. And this one is just like pretty good. It's know? a total. Um, it was light. It, what, it was exactly nice. what it is, is a movie for like eight to t- ten year olds, maybe, <laughs> yes, maybe <Tom>. even younger. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's not an insult and, to me. I don't think. And so, OK, we'll say like five to eight. It's for those that eight five kids. to eight. To be like, hey, be considerate of the environment. Okay, so like six to ten it. months. That's all that. Is. <laughs> yeah, it's like six to ten months. Yeah, but it's so adorable, like the you know, fucking raccoons, man. And no, oh I'm saying God. it's kind of good and interesting, but it's like it's made for that age group. I yeah, fine. And as much as you're, if like if you're outside yeah, it's of a kids it, movie. It's a kids and, like movie. the reality it is, it just is. can't resonate with me that much because I'm yeah. not, I'm not the target audience, and I get that, I understand that. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Well, I, I, enjoy, I personally when, enjoyed the magic of the giblets here. I enjoyed the magic of oh, the giblets yeah, yeah, yeah. and the magic, the magic and the magic of the nuts. Cool. I enjoyed the magic of the nuts. They like turned into all the Japanese folklore, like uh, yokai and all that. They had like the yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that yeah. was sweet. I like that part. That whole part felt stupid to and me the, because it wasn't. <laughs> it, they, their goal was to scare people, and they didn't do shit that was scary for most of it. Yeah, because it's a kids movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, kid, like, do, like as a plan. It seems kind of bad to go with the plan of scaring people and instead start it like, ah, oh, look at this wonderful parade. Well, it was yeah, only they parade thought, they because thought it was a publicity you have, stunt. Yeah, you have because, to draw. Like, the theme park you have to draw them in, credit. and then you scare the shit out of them. That's after the fact, Nick. We're talking about the plan that the you have to draw them together, in. The you got to draw them all in, and then you scare yeah. the shit out. Okay, of them. so once we again, move on, though. once again, Quok is a bitch. So, anyways, moving on. Pombo was great. Whisper of the heart. Whisper of the heart. Whisper of the heart. Who's Mac doing? No, Mac is doing Princess Mononoke. I can do Whisper of the Heart. So I had not seen this movie before this. I had seen The Cat Returns, which is like a semi-sequel-ish type situation. It involves the Baron. Which oh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. And the Baron's not really a character in this, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I've seen The Cat Returns, which is attached to this. And uh, one thing I want to point out with just this show. So it's like she's a writer and she's writing things. And early on, she's writing lyrics for a song. And I was watching the dub and it's like Country Road by um, Uncultured Fuck, you better get this right. I remember recognizing the name when I saw it in the credits. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, whatever. It's by a person. Okay. No, I'm going to stop you right. I'm going to stop you right (laughs) fucking here. Okay. Right fucking I here. I totally recognized stopped. it when I saw it. The original version of this song was done by John Denver. Get it fucking straight. Yeah, but the one that they're doing yeah. it. There we go. John Denver. Actually, the original it. composition that they base that off of is John, John Denver. Denver. Yeah, it sounded, I've heard it before. They vary a Everyone's little bit no, with but it. But the one that they actually have in the movie. Yes. Well, they change it to like Tokyo, but whatever. All no, right, fine. Yeah. They actually have the sh- the show, the song in the movie. So yeah, they, now they that I'm sure, anyway, I'm sure, so they they have I'm sure Quoka was yeah. listening to it and was like, oh, what is this gay-ass song? It's not Taylor Swift. No, it wasn't that. I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. My thing was, 
there was I had to go and check the sub version because I wasn't sure if this was one of those localized things Super. or if that was actually the song. And it's actually and that's, the song. It was actually the song because it just kind of seems like it's not the they song, have, like, a song that they English would put when they into something it? like that. Do they do the English? They changed um, in and they out sang of Japanese. The lyrics in English. Japanese. So they did the English oh, only for yeah. the words that they don't have in Japanese, which then at that point isn't really truly English because that's just like toilet. borrowing words. Toilet. Toilet. They, they just say toilet. Toilet. Right. Anyways, toilet. Anyways, yeah, go on. ahead. Okay, yeah. So we got this girl. She's like wanting to be a writer and shit. She reads a bunch of books. I guess she doesn't really want to be a writer at the beginning. She just kind of sort of maybe has that idea. And she reads lots yeah, of books. And she starts noting this one guy's name in all of the books that she gets. And she's like, damn, this guy is interesting. I wonder if I can meet this guy. And uh, lo and behold, she meets the guy. But she doesn't know it's that guy until way later, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, like, uh, is what she perceives as being a dick. Because he's kind of being standoffish, the cool guy, right? But anyway, she's on a train. She sees a fat-ass cat come up next to her with a big-ass balls. And she follows him. And he goes and harasses a dog. And then shows up at an antique shop. And this girl goes in the antique shop, makes friends with the owner, sees the Baron as a statue, talks about shit. Later finds out this guy, this fucking asshole guy, is that guy's grandson or something. And is also the guy that has been checking out all the books. Like, what? Mind blown. But he makes violins, and he's going to go off to Italy right after they start to decide that maybe they're going to be in a relationship or something. And he goes off to Italy, and she's like, I'm going to write this book because he's so cool. He's going off pursuing his dreams. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to skip school. I'm going to fail all my tests. I don't even care. I'm not even going to high school because I'm a badass middle schooler who's going to write a book about the Baron. That's the cat. So then she writes a book. Yeah, that's most of the movie. <laughs> that's the. I movie. mean, there's, there's, a, I mean, there's like a lot of, what is it like, little scenes and character moments where she's yeah, it's a, arguing it's with a her very, family about like, ruining yeah. her life and shit. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> which compared to a lot of Ghibli movies, it's closer to along the lines of that one, um, where the where it's the old person talking about their life only yesterday and stuff. Only yeah, yesterday. Kind that of a one bit was more like that. Oh, that, in that regards was a much to, better like, version of this, in my yeah, opinion. Where it's very much just those simple life interactions. It just uh, happens to have a little bit more going it's, yeah, on. Yeah, it's a, it's but... a, like a slice of life, pretty much. Um, this but then she like writes the book, until... he reads it, and comes back or something, and they, they, you know, she gives him a handy in the stairwell. Yeah, Seiji. So Shizuku's the girl, Seiji's the boy, and then Shiro's the, the, the grandpappy. And, uh,. Yeah, she like she talks to the old the the grandpa and he, and he like helps her work through some of her problems and stuff and then she just like and then they like, start a band in their basement to the, to the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, the band. That was really like when I was watching it and he comes in and is like, "I need to talk to you." And she's like, "We need to go." And they start walking up the stairs. I'm like, and that's when she gives him a sad hand job. A lot of balls okay. and hand jobs. Anyway, in Ghibli movies. So this was directed by <laughs> that never happened by the way. <laughs> Directed by, uh, directed by Kondo. Yeah, Kondo, he died. He died a yeah. year so, after uh, this So the movie director came died. Out. He yeah. actually died from overwork, and it caused Miyazaki to retire in 1998. For the, for the first time. Short, Yeah, for the first time. He pulled a Brett Favre and, like, uh, you know. He, he actually died of aortic dissection. Oh, yeah, well, shit. overwork. That's Jap- fucking tough. All Japanese people die of overwork. So it's not really overwork. Aortic dissection is where you can be, like, mostly fine, and then you just die in, like, three seconds. 
Anyway, it's, like, was, it's like crib death except for people. Old anyway, people. what I was going to say was this is one of the ones that didn't get dubbed until way later. Like, yeah, because uh, it wasn't as good. Yeah, 2012. I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't a, It wasn't as good. Um, yeah. So there were I mean, the, the, the voice like actors were a lot of – Disney took a hold of it. And there was uh, Brittany Snow was Shizuku. Carrie Ewells was Baron Humbert. And uh, there's David Gallagher. Ashley Tisdale is in it. Yeah, so – Ashley um, Tisdale. That that sounds like such a porn star name. Like, Sweet Life is <laughs> it's <Cody>. crazy. <laughs> um, Ashley anyway, Tisdale. I like this movie. I think this movie's cool. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, but here's the thing: like, we've already watched only yesterday, and that had like a kind of a not the same premise, but a similar one where the girl's trying to just like figure out her life and stuff. And it, like, only yesterday by Ta- by South Takahata was just like so much better. I don't know. The, <laughs> This one in Pompoko, I was, <laughs> I was watching them and I'm just like, man, the other the, compared to the other Jilly movies, man. No, man. Because I, I mean, th- this had the same problem as Pompoko, where they, where it was so like kind of one track. She's like, I want to follow my dream and write this book, and then she does, and she gets with the guy, and then it, it also felt like maybe it was the dub, or the translation or whatever, but it, it felt a little bit like the script wasn't. It was kind of, it was a little Finished. bit awkward at, in places. Like at the end of the movie, yeah. Like the end the ending of it was was not like as cathartic as I wanted it to be. And like the guy and her, like they went up onto this hilltop and had a really nice view and everything. And then they didn't dry risky. Re- yeah, the, <laughs> it, it, it's it's just like the dialogue in that scene to me felt a little bit rushed or Nick. Now or something. you know how I, I feel know. about basically every Ghibli movie. The, okay, well, this is not the best. Ex- I mean, this isn't the best. Example, no, I'm saying though. that 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 thing that you're talking about, like that feeling that you have, that's how I feel about basically every Ghibli movie. Well, you'd be wrong in a lot of cases, but you'd be right in this case. This this movie was just not as good. I'm saying how, what how I feel. How I feel is not that's fine. Well, that's how I feel about Kimi no Nawa. So fuck off. <laughs> oh no. Well, that's just wrong. That's that is just God, wrong. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, right, friends, so, better. <laughs> so I mean, uh, so. We'll give our ratings at the end again, and uh, let's go on to Princess Let's Mononoke. move on to the good shit. Mononoke Hime! It's probably, probably the best out of these three. Oh, it's, it's one of the best Ghibli movies, for sure. It is. It's it is the one best of the, Ghibli movie. Uh, it, it, it that's is arguable. one of the best Ghibli. That's arguable. It's it one of the best, the best Ghibli movies so far that we've watched. <sighs> I don't know about that. <sighs> it's close. It's top three, I'd say. It might be all the ones we watched. I'd have to look at them. Out of all the ones we watched, I could say, yeah, maybe. Dude, Uh, I need to see Princess Kaguya. I'm fucking hyped for that one, but I haven't seen it. Well, I'm just saying, I think Koga's just saying out of so far. Totoro is really fucking good. Totoro's good. I know, I really like Totoro. God, he's like butcher the name already. What a little respect guy. Totoro's a different Japanese word. Anyway. Anyway, Mon- Mononoke Hime is the best one that we've watched so far. Dude, so, only yesterday was pretty good. 1997's okay. Princess Mononoke. Mac, go ahead. Okay, so yes. Princess Mononoke. He ain't quote oh Princess Mononoke okay. came out in 1997. <laughs> um, of course, directed by the Hayao Miyazaki. Also written by him. Damn. So you know shit's yeah, going to get Yeah, he made real. it up as he went along, too. Shit's going like, to get real. So... <laughs> He literally made up the story as he went along. The uh, that's the how basic make the basic like. idea of this is it takes uh it takes place kind of like in the Muromachi period, I guess you could say, of Japan. 
like one of the feudal yeah yeah, yeah. i think i think early it was around feudal. the feudal time yeah early it was around the feudal, feudal times really and early it feudal. starts out seeing a little village you know village people doing village stuff and all of a sudden this cursed this cursed monster shows up this cursed monster just shows up and the guy who you very quickly figure out is mc coon is like oh shit i got to say i got to save the villagers i got to save the villagers so he does, but he also gets cursed by the uh, the, the, the 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 giant the, the, the giant, the giant yeah. boar god thing that's been covered in cursed. worms, and it's covered, <laughs> and it is, and it is covered get the proper with names for these it things. is covered <laughs> with worms. Yeah, I just his, said it. His, his name is Nago, actually. Um, yep, Nago. Ashitaka yes. is the boy. Ashitaka is the boy. I just called him MC Kun. Let's not so. So MC Kun goes Jesus and talks Jesus to the elders. Kun. Or the wise people. I guess this isn't a generic elders. battle harem, Mac. Like you can at least <laughs> say his fucking name. <laughs> so, so MC Kuhn finds out he has to go on a journey to find out where Nago came from and maybe get healed. So he, he gets goes kicked on... out of the village. Exactly. Yeah, so there's this little endearing so scene with he's his going... little sister giving him her crystal sure, daggers sure, that he'll sure, remember her, even sure, though she's sure, barred from bitch. being able to All see right, him please, when she leaves. Please let Mac finish. God, bitch. I swear to God, I'm going to keep calling him MC Coon if you keep interrupting me. Shut up. (laughs) I don't mind you saying that. Okay, so MC Coon finds out that his cursed arm that he got uh, cursed, yeah, from Nago actually gives him, like, superhuman strength, but he's eventually going to die from it because it's spreading and causes him pain and all that other shit. Not just superhuman strength, but his arrows become super powerful. Well, yeah, He shoots one guy's sword, and it rips the guy's arms off. Let's just let Mac. Yeah, this this movie has got a lot of gore in it. It does have a lot of blood and gore. I, it it does, it does not, not have shy much away. blood and gore. For a Ghibli movie, it does. For a it, Ghibli movie. It has super fantasy violence because most of the wounds don't even bleed, except when it scratches. Scratches bleed, major wounds don't. I don't know, man. That scene with all the boars was pretty bloody. Yeah, but that's because it was scratches. Dude, the princess had blood in her mouth, and she was yeah, spitting it at him. Yeah, spitting yeah, blood, I mean, no problem. Everybody's got to so, get the red anyways, somehow. Anyways, MC Kuhn goes on his journey. He eventually comes to this iron town, and they hear. Uh, he he goes into it, and he hears about this. Uh, this. Well, uh, no, he meets the princess first, right? Because he saves at like, the river. Oh yeah, that is, is the, right. The he wolves, does meet her at the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wolf yeah, yeah, gods yeah, yeah. and the princess are like battling against um, the 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 head the head whore lady. What's her name? The head whore lady. She's God, pretty cool. I don't know. She's fucking bad. Lady Ibashi. Lady Lady Ibashi, uh, voiced by Mini Driver. Yeah. Yes. And, and Mini Driver did a really good job on that, by the way. But she like, did. Yeah, so they're, like, fighting the wolves in, the in like, the wilderness, and then they go back to the fortress, and then Ashitaka finds two injured soldiers and brings them back, and he meets the princess in the meantime. Correct. Correct. Thank you That's for... That's actually, like, that matters. <laughs> thank you for the correction, because I, I, I had it... I had a different order in my mind. Actually, no, before it's, that he meets... It's, it's 11.30 meets, at night. Yeah, before that he meets the uh the Bo Jiku, like the this crazy fighter guy, like gorilla dude, right? He's got the red he's got the, the big mole on his face and he's eating rice. And no, he met them he met the, him in the first village he came to. Yeah. And he becomes important later on. Very important later on. Yeah, he's like the first character he meets, I think. So anyways, take what Nick said, you know, goes to the Iron Town, blah blah blah, because he saves those people. And all that shit. And then he... Uh, the Iron Town's, like, filled with with uh, geisha girls... Former geisha girls. 
were like put to work building iron or yeah iron ore or something like that we don't we don't know if they were geishas or not we just know they were prostitutes well they were former prostitutes anyway they're not anymore and they're all like boisterous and basically it's pretty woman walking yeah. down the street sort of. roy orbison look it up anyways they got soldiers ladies so, lady so while he's there so while he's there he's talking to lady lady Iboshi, he's lo- he's talking to lady ebishi and oh God. <laughs> Lady Ebishu? she 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 throws down her version of the truth about San. Oh my That's God. the princess Mononoke. <laughs> lose so many listeners. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, we're I'm, like disgracing okay, this I'm gonna, movie. This is I'm sorry, so bad. I'm sorry. Okay. Like, oh I'm sorry. Okay. So Lady Ibashi also explains that San. There, I said it right. Gives the backstory about San. San. So. Next off, you know, San, she's doing her stuff. You have this little scene where the wolves are running down the hill from all the land that these iron workers have cleared off looking for their iron ore. She uh, manages to get into the iron town, and she's basically trying to kill uh, Lady Eboshi. But um, lo and behold, MC Kuhn intervenes because he doesn't want to see... Yes, MC Kuhn. He doesn't, he doesn't want to kill anybody, you know? He's not really trying to do that. Yeah, he, so he, like, he prevents the two girls from fighting, or the two femme fatales from fighting, and then, like, he walks out the village, and some, uh, one of the, uh, one of the call girls accidentally shoots him, and he's, like, bleeding, but then he, like, pushes open the gate like a badass, because he's, his, like, demon powers give him extra strength. He's got retard strength. <laughs> he's got retard strength. No, he, so he, he leaves the village with her. And he goes into like the woods with the uh, the spirit, uh, the the super mega spirit god, and the um, the healing water. Right, Sam. What's the what's the spirit god's name? Jesus Christ! It's the deer not, god. It's not the Kodama. It's it's just the spirit of the forest. The, just the, the Kodama. Of the, the Kodama. Are just the Kodama. Little, it's just called the little sprite. Yeah, it's just called the forest yeah. spirit. The forest spirit. Yeah. So like he 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 gets healed by that and and her, and they like get closer to each other. As like sort of like because she's like I don't want to call her a sundry but she's like all kind of sun almost she's just like really I wouldn't like, say she's a sundry at all no not really she's just pretty violent but um so yeah like they meet it and, and then then they part ways in the woods later on after it heals and now now, there's, there's, now I'm a there's little a, fuzzy there's a lot of things that happen in this movie this movie is two hours and ten minutes long and we <laughs> and there and there this movie never stops. We should have taken better notes, to be fair, but yeah, <laughs> it's just too late at night. I can't. I'm, I'm just looking. Focus. I'm just looking it up right now. Um, <clears throat> basically, where you left off, where you left off. Oh yeah, the boar. The, uh, clan. the boar. The, yeah, the boar clan comes yeah. in, and the blind boar god Okoto. He's like the big one out of all of them. He comes in there, and he's like, "We're gonna save the forest." So they get ready for the battle and everything, and it is. It just turns into a massive, huge fucking bloodbath i mean absolutely massive and uh yeah pretty much all of them get annihilated except for okoto because he he got shot and then of course what happens to nago the earlier boar god happens to him and he gets corrupted and goes absolutely mad like crazy shit but while this is happening because multiple things are happening at once the man who was mentioned earlier, uh, Chikobo. Yeah. That's him, right? Chikobo. There's, yeah, Chikobo. Is that how you say it? 
Um, he's been he's been given orders from the Emperor of Japan because the Emperor of Japan wants that spirit that forest spirit god's head because it grants immortality. So he gets this crazy idea to get all of his troops, and they take the uh, the pelts off of the boar and use that to mask their scent. So they're following Okoto, who is basically leading them into the center of the forest where the spirit god is, or where the forest god is. The forest spirit, forest god spirit. Shishigami, yeah. Yes, Shishigami. Um, he basically leads them right to him because he's hurt. He wants, he wants, he wants help. So they, of course, encounter uh, San, who tries to help Okoto, but it doesn't really all go to plan. Yeah, she gets corrupted by the... She tries to save the, the boar, and and she's corrupted herself, and then Ashitaka tries to save her, and like he, he like gets her out of there, barely. Or no. I mean, they're basically, they're, like, his curse is, like, worsened than hers. And she, she gets, gets cursed. cursed, yes. Yeah, and then the forest spirit, what it does is it, it kills, it kills the 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 corrupted boar and um, and Moro, and then it transforms and eventually, uh, Eboshi and and uh, Jikobo and all them they they go up to the forest spirit and they, and they kill it, or like they they decapitate it actually they don't kill it they and because they're trying to take the forest spirit's head and like what. Uh, sell it or something like no, it's a, for the emperor. Like I said, for the emperor, because it essentially yeah, selling it grants it to, immortality to grant themselves like higher or status. Or so they say. That. Yeah, and basically what happens is is like everything <laughs> bad, everything bad that could the go wrong stolen, goes the wrong. Forest and stuff like, begins to die. It's like somebody flips the switch on Murphy's law. Everything begins to die. Anything that the blood that comes out of the body that's looking for its head, it's it's just everything, just death everything like everything's dying it's a huge catastrophe uh the forest is dying the little sprites the kodama with the like shaker heads that are absolutely awesome i love the kodama by the way yeah those are kawaii yeah <laughs> pretty much i really like those actually those are cool. actually my friend in uh, colorado chrissy she loves ghibli films and she works at a head shop and uh, she used to work at a different head shop before, and they had these glass pieces that had Kodamas like around them. They were dab. Are you dab serious? so cute? That's awesome. I'm dead, like, I'm dead serious. Yeah, I should find a picture of it. I like that um, he was carrying the one guy, and then they walk by, and they're carrying each other. I don't, I don't smoke, by the way. But you know, like for people who do, you know, they might love that shit. I don't know. But um, uh, yeah. Freaking, no, we just spent uh, way too long summarizing that. I mean, what, what happens is like yeah, we did. They, they retrieve well, the, the forest. Well, the problem is, is that there's so <laughs> much going on with this. Yeah, like, there's honestly, so we should just much. read the wiki. We should have just read the wiki like verbatim. That would have saved time. <laughs> but like, the forest spirit's head is returned. The forest heals. Kodama and all them vow to uh, build a better town, and the forest begins to grow again. And Ashitaka well, and San, uh, you know want to meet up with each other later on well, he's gonna let's help. just get in yeah. to like how so, we feel about so it. like what what are like the themes and how do we feel and like and all of that like what's there's, why there's why a, is Ma- princess mononoke good like why oh i think the story is just really good i think the story is just really good number one number two the themes of the environment and um the themes of uh sexuality and disability are, are present too and i think that in industrialization there's just a lot of good stuff that they put into it, but still had a good story. Oh, the story Without... was the story was excellent. Somehow, Hayao Miyazaki, the madman, crammed all of this stuff 
into one movie, which, granted, it was two hours and 14 minutes. And it didn't, it's a really it didn't long feel movie, like it didn't but, feel propaganda ish, you know. And it like didn't the way feel did. like it was a two hour yeah, and fourteen minute movie. Like a lot the of pacing, the pacing was consistent. A lot of stuff. It was happens. fast. It was it was fast. Yes, it was consistently fast, which is good. Whenever you have that really fast pace, keep the right. fast pace. As opposed to as opposed to Pompoco, like even earlier when I was talking about, I was like, yeah, this movie's really long. Even though this movie's longer, Pompoco seems longer because it's it's showing like. Oh, you know the history of the raccoons up until well, and the there's end, a you know? there's a narrator too, and it was it's just <coughs> it was slower, yeah, it's definitely way slower. Yeah, but anyway. uh, I mean, the thing with my Princess Mononoke is it had such a huge budget, and it was so revolutionary because it came out in 1997, and they used I think their budget was like 23 million dollars, or it was more than that. It was a lot, and for an animated film, that's no, that's like right. a crap ton. That's more than most films, and this this film like. I, I watch these movies and I watch some other stuff and it's just like Princess Mononoke just like crushes everything in terms of animation. Like it, um, this, this it is w- probably like a, if it, it's probably like a top five or top ten animated movie ever made. Like it easily. definitely is. I mean, it definitely you, is. you got like Akira, you got Redline, you got some, a bunch of other stuff, and then Princess Mononoke is up there too. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Princess Mononoke 20, is an excellent yeah. movie. It, it was really twenty three and a half million, and it made one hundred and fifty nine point four million. Yeah, it was it was a it was a huge hit, and like they what they did is to make it look really good, they used like some CG. They used it was like ten percent of it was CG, and you can tell in some of the scenes, but even the scenes that's hard to tell. They they like enhanced it, and Miyazaki didn't like doing that, but it, without doing that, it was it would not have turned out the same. Like there's just so much like fluidity and like motion and everything's all crisp and perfect. So good. So an example of what Nick was saying, like the the beginning of the movie when she's riding through the woods and the, you can see like the, the, the beams of light, like the tree leaves, you know, have the shadows and like the beams of light and all that. It's just like, it's like a real person's going through. (laughs) One example of what Nick was talking about too. The 3d rendering was used on the writhing demon flesh. Yeah, yeah, it was used on arm, and then it was and on the board at the beginning. It was composited on the hand drawn Ashitaka, which is they made it look so smooth. And the scenes like when they're in the when they're in the Iron Village and and the girl and uh, San's running up to attack Lady Boshi. That's that's part CG too, because like it takes this first person angle and like zooms in on her. It's really sweet. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the cinematography in this is phenomenal. Really good. It's phenomenal cinematography. Um, with this movie though, um, one of my favorite parts about this is the dynamic between, uh, San and Ashitaka. That, the dynamic is perfect between those two characters and how it's done, because it never really becomes too gaudy like a lot of movies or shows do with relationships. Oh, like melodrama and stuff. Yeah, no. I just yeah, want to say doesn't... this movie has a fucking proper resolution to it, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. It has a climax. It has falling action and all that. It, and it, it, it's in the prologue resolution. is a proper prologue and not melded directly into the the action. Right, right. So, I mean, I think this was the 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 probably the best of the three we talked about today. It's not probably it's the best some. of the ones that we've talked about. Stop, so far. Stop, stop saying probably. This is easily it, the best. Pompo goes the shit. It is the best no. out of it. Okay, Sorry, so let's, let's, let's so rate them all. It's so much better than Pompo. Well, okay, well, 
Nick's a fat fart. Okay, anyway. we're getting we're getting okay. to have like too many movies to have to rate every episode. Let's yeah, just rate I, I the don't know three. If we need, yeah, that we I don't do, think and we then we'll cover. We can go back and then in the last episode, we'll cover them all. <laughs> That's we, what we've been doing. Yeah. Actually, last well, the episode, first no, two, we rated them all. Because yeah, it's just gonna get repetitive. Anyway, yeah, let's. So yeah. out of these three, are we gonna rank them like just or like just say like, generally how we felt? However, you guys want to do it. Wait, so we're rating every three the three movies we talked about today, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what we've been doing. Actually, no. Last episode we did. A well, month. before we were, yeah, before we would like rank everyone that we've seen so far, but I feel mm-hmm. like that's going to get repetitive. So that will and after it's we gonna... rated the three. Okay, all right, whatever. Let's just rate the three. Okay, so go just ahead. the three, and then at the end we'll do everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, at the last episode we'll do everything. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Let's just rate the three right now, then, which is what we've yes been doing too. That that thing. Yes. Okay, listen. Mononoke, I think, is a Princess solid Mononoke. We can't confuse it with the other anime. Mononoke Hime. That's right. Mononoke Hime. I think it's a solid 10 out of 10. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, I don't I don't rate it a 10, but, you know, I, it's good. Well, fuck you. Okay. Oh, and dude, then, I just, I just okay. interrupted Sam's thing. Sorry, Sam. No, I was just <laughs> rating it. I was just rating it. We don't have to give it numbers. We can we can give it fucking Cheerios and shit, whatever. However you want to go. It. Oreo, double stuff Oreo. Three fucking go. oranges out of an apple, dude. I'd Come on. Give it a nutter butter. Nutter butters, dude. Uh, he about, said nut. I don't care. It's cool. What about Whisper of the Fart? Uh. Wait, wait, wait. No, you give your ranks, and then the rest of us give your ranks. This oh, is okay. Neat. Whisper of the Fart. Uh, I probably give like, I don't know, six out of ten. It's good. Uh, Pompoco, twelve out of ten. Pompoco, I I do admit that I have a bias because I love furry animals and I love cuddling with and all you my love stuffed animals. Giant ball sack. <laughs> he likes cuddling with giant ball sacks. Mac and Quoka and Nick have been in my bedroom. They've seen my nets of stuffed and animals. your giant ball sack in the basement. Shut up. I love Pompoco. That is I'm a large ball sack in the basement, though. Just Pompoco is eight out of ten for me, and I only. I would rate it ten out of ten, but it's it's pretty slow and just it feels really long, so that's the only reason I wouldn't give it a ten out of ten, but I give it eight out of ten for sure. Gotcha. Mac. Mac. Alright. So I'm gonna go the I other went, way I around. Went, I went I'm gonna go the other yeah. way around. I'm gonna go uh by year. So first I'm gonna cover Palm Poco. Um I thought it was an enjoyable watch, but it wasn't really anything special or anything to write home about you know it's a couple giggles here and there um but you know it's still enough to have fun with and it's still got that little bit of ghibli magic to it um i'm gonna give pompoco probably a seven out of ten and that's a generous seven out of ten very generous seven out of ten um whisper of the fart um i'm not gonna lie I got massive nostalgia boners with this movie. Like, the whole time, it was a massive nostalgia boner because of Take Me Home Country Road <laughs> by John Denver. I mean, it's it, that song was such that the song was such a uh, such a pivotal part <laughs> of me growing up. It really was. It was is phenomenal. Um, but as far as the actual story goes in the movie and how the movie goes, uh. It does have some problems. Um, it really felt dragged out at times, like really dragged out. Uh, the character, a little bit too 
uh, transparent for uh, for my taste. I could have done more work with the characters, um, but the overall theme, really simple theme. They didn't majorly bone anything. They really didn't. Um, the conclusion, that scene at the end was really pretty, but I like how it wasn't, I love you. It was, hey, you want to get married, and then I love you. It was no, you know, proper confession. It's like, hey, yo, I'm back from Italy. Let's get married. Want a bone? That's so stupid. Aren't they like 14? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they're 14. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's, well, that's you know, not enough time to grow close love, to dude. somebody to, to, yeah, to yeah, say but this. Love. As, a, as a kid, like, you don't think, Yeah, but they jump know? to marriage, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's they jump little... straight to marriage. There's no relationship. It's just like, hey, let's get married. So yeah. overall, I mean, so you know how overall with, with Whisper of the Fart, it's, it's more of a promise. It's not like they do get married. It's more of like they vow to marry each other. Later I'd say because of the problems Whisper of the Fart has, uh, seriously, if I was rating it seriously, I would give it either a six or a five, depending on my mood. Um, because of the nostalgia boners, I'm probably going to have to give it a seven because I love that song. And that scene where they're singing and the little band joins in, that's really cool, and I love it. So, so just to uh, clarify, what is a 5 to you out of 10? Is that, like, average, or what? Is, what yes. Okay. So it's because, not like some people Some five, people are like, some people are like, 5, 50%, that's a fail. <laughs> it's like, well, if it is, then okay. But no, I use, just, I, use, just I, use the proper, I use the proper okay. number scale that is common sense to use, Nick. Anyways, so Princess Mononoke... Um, I mean, what else can I say about this? This this movie was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. It never it never strings. felt slow. A blink of the eye and the movie will be done. It has you on it the edge of your, your seat, and worms. it's it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Princess Mononoke, no question, ten out of ten. Yeah, okay. you got it. Quoka, uh, Mononoke was great. The other ones weren't that good. I agree with Quoka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I'll expand on that a little bit. I mean, Mac already kind of. You guys both. I'll explain it. I mean, I, I don't have the thoughts on them throughout. That yeah, I, I don't have the bias that Mac and Sam do toward their specific fetishes. So you I'm just gonna have give the bias of liking terrible crap. Hey, I like good shit. Put a See, little respect on my whenever, Lego, right? At least whenever I gave bias, I gave. This is me looking at it critically, yeah, I, and I, this I is me bias. I know. I, I understand. I, I'm not like hating on you for, but okay. So for me. Uh, yeah, Whisper of the Heart and Pompoko both about a 5 out of 10 average, maybe a little bit above. Um, Princess Mononoke, like, I could give it a 10, but I have certain other things given a 10 that I think are better. So yeah, I give it like, a, an, I give it like a, a strong 8 to a light 9. And uh, it, it's, it's, but that's like insanely good. Like, I only have maybe a dozen things that are, that are a 9. So that's like really good. And um, I mean, the reason for that is that Princess Mononoke had, had more depth. There is more going on, whereas the other two films were very one note. Yeah, Mononoke and was really busy. It's really there was, busy. There were there were multiple themes going on. Like the main character Ashitaka had had his own like uh, his own pathos and stuff. Like people didn't really expect anything out of him. He got like he never really caught a break <laughs> until the end, and and it was just like. There's just, there's just like a lot going on, like a lot to dissect there, and and it looked great. Like honestly, on the art alone, like I watched the first five minutes of Princess Mononoke, and I'm like, this is already better than those other two films combined. Like I'm sorry, but combined. it is combined. 
The first five, ten minutes of Princess Mononoke are already better. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not trying to throw shade on those other stuff. Like what you like. Obviously, Sam loves Pompoko. Mac likes the, the songs and all that. And, uh, I mean, you know, I just love the, I love the art of Princess Mononoke. It looks really great. It's one of the best Ghibli movies. It might be my favorite at the end. I don't know. I'd have to look and it's watch the them all and think about it. Ghibli movie. It's up there. It's pretty it's good. It's up there. It's, it's, it's up good. there with it's up there with Totoro right now with me it's, anyways. It's yes, yeah, it's, it's up there with Totoro. I mean, yeah, yeah. Up like, your butt. Well, yeah. Koga doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't. But I mean, I, we've already we've already kind of given some thoughts on him. If it doesn't okay. have lolies, I don't like it. I'm cool. I'm cool. And I eat veggie burgers. Son was a lowly. <laughs> and yeah, what's wrong with black bean burgers, son? It's not veggie burgers. Legumes aren't veggies. This fucking bitch comes to Minnesota. Legumes aren't. It's a black bean burger. <laughs> it's not a veggie burger, burger, though. Total respect on black beans, some, right? They're like and right? No, hey. no, I legit, like, I don't, I like it in itself. It's not I like love... I, if I liked the burger better there, which I love listen, their burgers, I would get it. But the black bean burger is fantastic. I grew up in a Mexican household. I eat frijoles negros all the time, just not in burger <laughs> form. Okay. Negros means black, by the way. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah hang know. on. Hang on. What? Hey, what when I go to Chipotle, I also get tofu. Well, hang on. What Spanish? How does that make you what, feel? What Spanish word were you saying uh, last episode that was angering Zom? Oh, la chancla. Yeah, Stop that. it, dude. It's not funny. <laughs> Isn't that just like a shoe or a sandal? It's a <laughs> sand, It's a slipper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking hurts, dude. Dude, if Ashitaka threw a lachancla, that would fucking decapitate you. Okay, okay, we would wreck this up, guys. <laughs> he would wreck house. Oh, my God. Okay, so that was a belt. Ghibli movies. He has a belt of lachancla. That was yeah. Ghibli movies. <laughs> He has like a like quiver go. of them, like go. no, like the belt that ch- that uh, uh, Chewie wears in Star Wars, but instead of shotgun shells, just sandals <laughs> all over it. That that was Ghibli movies. Um, go watch. You sound them. really excited, Quoke. Well, because you keep interrupting me as I say it, so I always feel like it's not going to work. Go watch Gigook's YouTube video called "The Best Thing Anime Has Ever Done." It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Just watch all of his videos and do the. Do the things for the contest for the AX tickets that Mac mentioned at the beginning of the show. Oh yes, the show that started. is that has been extended until uh, Wednesday. Let me get the day. Let me get the day. Uh, Wednesday the third. You have more time. Enjoy it. Yeah, do all the things. Win some tickets. Hang out with us at Anime Expo 2017. Do it, or I'll hit you with La Chancla. Take it away, Tom. <laughs> and this. And this. Do it, uh, do been, it, th- or you have to this- eat a veggie burger. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Anime Summon Podcast. I've been Sam, Quoka, Nick, and Mac. He's Wait, been all of us. You've been all collectively. of us. Um, I've been all of them at once before. Human instrumentality, baby. Wait, Thank is that you. why I was so sore after the first night? Hurry <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> That's actually the origin of Nani Sore. Okay, bye. Like and sub. Bye. Nani Sore. I love you. Twitter.com slash blind frame.